It's after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
fat and rode out of the west with a Mogan David on his silver vest. He was mean and nasty right clear through, which was kind of weird, because he was yellow too. They called him Irving. Big Irving. Big short Irving. Big short fat Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the west. He came from the old bar mitzvah spread with a ten-gallon yarmulke on his head. He always followed his mother's wishes. Even on the range, he used two sets of dishes. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big sissy Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Hundred and forty-one could draw faster than he, but Irving was looking for one forty-three. Walked in the Sol Saloon like a man insane and ordered three fingers of two cents plain. Irving, big fat Irving, big sport Irving, the hundred and forty-second fastest gun in the West. James boys was coming on a train at first son and the town said, Irving, we need your gun. Well, that train pulled in at the break of dawn. Irving's gun was there, but Irving was gone. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big help Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Well, finally, Irving got three slugs in the belly. It was right outside the Frontier Deli. He was sitting there twirling his gun around, and Butterfingers Irving gunned himself down. Irving. Big fat Irving. Big dum-dum Irving. Big dum-dum dead Irving. The 142nd fastest gun in the West. Really? J.M. in the A.M. Oh, yes. Irving had a rough ending, but some great comedy there in our Adar comedy segments. That one entitled The Ballad of Irving. It's J.M. in the A.M. on a Tuesday on this February 24th, day five in the month of Adar. 
the year 5775, Tufshin Ayin Hay. Uh, before the Ballad of Irving, you heard Osim Chuva done by Yaakov Shweki. Ohad had Miadir and Imeshkachech together with the Aaron Teitelbaum Orchestra. Eighth Day with Royalty and Rhythm off of Hule, Yassi Green's opening set from Varmkite. And Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's a JM in the AM Tuesday. Congratulations going out to Yehoshua Siegel, winner of the 2015 Nahum Siegel Network Bowling Tournament, which took place yesterday. We say mazal tov to him from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, eight degrees on this Tuesday with the wind chill at minus one. 45% humidity, winds are northwest at five miles an hour. Mostly sunny today with a high temperature of 26. Then tonight, clouds early, clearing late, a low of 18. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high temperature, 39 degrees. We're at 60 in Yerushalayim. We've got 8 with a wind chill of minus 1 here at JM in the AM. <laughs> Unbelievable. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Yeshiva League sports update coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Lots of sports today because Elliot Steinmetz, the coach, of the Yeshiva University Maccabees is going to be joining us tonight. They have a, they have their biggest game in I don't know how long tonight. It's the opening round of the Skyline Conference playoffs. So uh, Elliot will join us. He's coach of the uh, Yeshiva University Maccabees. So he's scheduled for the 7 o'clock hour. And we'll do some other exploring and some great events that are going on in our community today as well. So that will all be coming up between now and 9 a.m. Great programming on our stream all day long at jmandtheam.org. So get ready to listen in all through the day. And a special greeting, a special hello, a special shalom to those who are tuned in on the NSN app. You can comment on anything you hear on this show through the home screen of the NSN app. If you're an Android or iPhone user, make sure to install the NSN app ASAP. So you have it, the Nahum Siegel Network app. That's how you search for it. You'll be glad you did. You'll have amazing programming at your fingertips all day long. JM in the AM, 636, 24 minutes before 7 o'clock, top of the hour. We will do our news from Israel. That's one of our uh, favorite segments. Happens at 7 a.m. Eastern time each and every um, weekday morning. So we'll have that for you and plenty more coming up. Simcha Liner is next. Good morning. This is JM in the AM.
case, Mrs. Esther Feldman. Coming, your highness! 
What can this court do for you, Mrs. Feldman? I'll tell you what this court can do for me. Could give me a divorce for my Jaime. A divorce? How old are you, Mrs. Feldman? I should live and be well. Uh, but ten days after next Hanukkah, I'll be 84. Ken horror, Mrs. Feldman. Tell me, how long have you been married? Fifty-eight years. Fifty-eight years, and you want a divorce? Why? Why? Enough is enough. J.M. in the A.M. Good morning, all. Thanks for tuning in. Do we have our news? You know, we're in our in our upstairs marathon studio today. The way it's going to be for the next couple of weeks. And it seems like we're having trouble with our news from Israel already, right off the bat. How do you like that? Hmm. Just seeing if we can get this to go in the next minute or so. Does not look that way. All right. At, oh, I have one other idea. Let's try this out. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the fourth floor, Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world in the web, jmtheam.org. Special hello to those tuned in on the NSN app. Greatly appreciate you being with us. Looks like we got our news from Israel to work. How do you like that? Yes, we've moved to the fourth floor studios because on the 9th of March, we begin Fundraising Marathon 2015. In fact, you're likely already starting to get mail from us regarding our big fundraiser. It's year 32. In Hebrew letters, that would be Lave, Lamed Bet. Lave means heart. Give with your heart this year. Double your donation or even triple it. <laughs> we'll talk plenty more about that. Don't worry. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday next. Boker Tov from Jamnam. <laughs> בשבוע שמחנה הציוני יצחק הרצוג הודיע שלא יישא בשבוע הבא לוידת אייפק בוושינגטון. הספין של נתניהו חייב להיפסק. את עמדתי הנחרצת נגד הגרעין האיראני מכיר כל גורם ישראלי ואמריקני ואני יודע להשמיע אותה באופן חד, ברור ומשפיע מכאן ולא משם, כך הרצוג. כתבנו יונתן בניה מוסר שנתניהו עצמו ביקר בצהריים בפיקוד הדרום והעביר שלא יישאוג מהחלטתו לנאום. לצערי המידע שמגיע אליי בימים האחרונים מהשש, הרבה מהחששות שלנו לגבי ההסכם המתגבש בין המעצמות לבין איראן. ההסכם הזה, אם אכן יחתם, יאפשר לאיראן להפוך למדינת סף גרעינית. זהו הסכם רע שמסכן את עתידנו. ההסתדרות מאיימת להכריז סכסוך עבודה בכל אזור הדרום, אם המשבר בכימיקלים לישראל לא ייפתר. כתבתנו תמר ירושלמי. יושב ראש ההסתדרות אבי ניסן קורן אומר, חייבים להציל את אזור הדרום מגל הפיתורים שמרחף מעל תושביו, אם לא יימצא פתרון למשבר עד יום חמישי, נחריף את המאבק ואכריז על סכסוך עבודה כללי בכל אזור דרום הארץ. ניסן קורן הוסיף שהוא קורא לראש הממשלה להתערב במשבר ולמנוע את הפיתורים.
לקראת פרסום דוח המבקר על משבר הדיור מחר בערב, בליכוד מתכוונים להאשים את שר האוצר לשעבר יאיר לפיד. כתבנו עידו בן בג'י שמע את חברת הכנסת מירי רגב בשוק מחנה יהודה. יש כאן מספר גורמים שאחראים כולם לבעיית יוקר המחיה, אבל דבר אחד אפשר להגיד, היה כאן יושב ראש קבינט הדיור במשך שנתיים, שיעשה אפס בנושא הדיור. אפילו יושב ראש כולנו, משה כחלון אמר שהדוח לא ישנה דבר. לצערי הדוח שהולך להתפרסם הוא דוח לא רלוונטי. כי הוא הולך להתייחס עד השנים, עד 2013, הוא לא נוגע ב-14. כשב-14 הכשל החמור שהממשלה כשלה כישלון מוחץ בפתרון משבר הדיור. הדוח הזה לצערי לא ייתן לנו הרבה, אנחנו נדע מה שאנחנו יודעים כבר, ואנחנו אה, לא נוכל להפיק ממנו יותר מדי. בגל"צ נביא שידור מיוחד עם פרסום הדוח מחר בשש בערב. טרגדיה בבית החולים שיבא, צעירה בת שמונה עשרה נפטרה במהלך בדיקה שגרתית, כתבתנו יערה שפירא. במהלך בדיקת EEG שבוצעה הלילה במטופלת נפטרה הצעירה חולת אפילפסיה שהייתה מנוטרת ומצולמת בכל העת. מתחקיר ראשוני עולה כי מדובר בכשל אנושי, והאחות האחראית על ביצוע הבדיקה הושעתה עד לגמר הבירור. האירוע דווח למשרד הבריאות. מפקחי השירות הווטרינרי בעיריית חיפה איתרו 62 כלבים שהוחזקו בדירה בעיר. כתבנו קובי מנדל. עשרות הכלבים הוחזקו בדירת מגורים בשכונת הדר הכרמל בתנאים ירודים ביותר. בעלת הכלבים הזמינה את אנשי השירות הווטרינרי כדי שהם יסייעו לה למצוא לאימוץ כמה מהכלבים, ואולם לנוכח מצבם של כל הכלבים, בהם כארבעים גורים, הם נלקחו לכלבייה העירונית לצורך ניקוי וטיפול רפואי. עשרה גורים כבר הועברו לאגודה לצער בעלי חיים, השאר ממתינים למצוא בית חם. והתחזית גשם מקומי ברוב אזורי הארץ, ינושבו רוחות ערות בצפון ובהרים. אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר. J.M. and the A.M. That's our news from Israel, Tuesday morning broadcast at five minutes after seven o'clock. Before that, you heard Yoel Sharabi with Kuma Hashem. MBD's Eitz Chaim off the Sheer double CD. Yehuda Green and Nachamu. You heard Amain done by Avram Fried. Pischi Lee from Simcha Liner opening up that set here at J.M. and the A.M. Tonight, one of the biggest games in recent Yeshiva University basketball history. We'll explain all that coming up. Elliot Steinmetz, the coach of the Yeshiva University Maccabees, is going to be joining us during the uh, 7 o'clock hour. But not before we get to our Yeshiva League sports update. 15 minutes from now, Yeshiva League sports update coming up with Elliot Weiselberg right here at J.M. and the A.M. Stands up tall, ignoring all the pain. 
J.M. in the A.M. From the fourth floor studios here in Jersey City, New Jersey, our fundraising marathon studio. We usually move up here a few days in advance. Or weeks, <laughs> or sometimes it feels like months. <laughs> so here we are in our fourth floor fundraising marathon studio, uh, ready to uh, begin on March the 9th with fundraising marathon 2015, believe it or not. Wow. And all we need everybody to do is uh, give generously to keep us going here at JM and the AM. That's it. That's all we need is one big collective, uh, one big collective, um, a generous donation. A reminder that the Young Israel of Manhattan has a major concert this uh, Saturday night. Eighth Day and Nachas are together at the Seward Park High School starting at 8.45 p.m., the corner of Grand and Essex Streets on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Very accessible by train, by the way. I know there are massive Eighth Day fans out there in this audience, so if you want to come from far and wide... You can take practically any of those uh, east side downtown trains and uh, get to the destination easily. Uh, so it's 8th Day and Nachas together, Saturday night. Information at 212-732-0966, 212-732-0966. Tuesday morning before the uh, amazing Avremo, before the incredible Avram Fried and Alei Katan Shali, you heard Shlemy Dax with Al-Tira, you heard Your Smile done by Ari Goldwag. 22 minutes after 7 o'clock as we get into our Yeshiva League sports. Elliot Weiselberg every Sunday night at 7, an amazing show called Court Report, where he goes through uh, all the basketball and hockey playoffs at this point. And then Tuesday mornings here at this time, he does our Jam and AM sports update with a special greeting today to our friends at Crown Trophy. Mike and the staff at Crown Trophy, who take extra pride in the Yeshiva League Sports Update and extra, extra pride in Yeshiva League Sports Updates during playoff season. So we give them a special greeting this morning here at JM in the AM. By the way, speaking of sports, congratulations to Yehoshua Siegel. Yehoshua Siegel, the winner of the uh, very first 2015 uh, Nahum Siegel Network Team Bowling Championship. 
Uh, he took that title last night. And um, we wish him a, a a big, big mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Oh, yes, it was quite a competition, let me tell you. And he came through with flying colors. Rabbi David Goldwasser, oh, no, before we go to Rabbi Goldwasser, Elian Weiselberg is standing by. It's time for our Yeshiva League sports update on this Tuesday morning. Here is Elliot at JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. Straight ahead on your Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. SAR takes two from Hank in a JV varsity two-school hockey doubleheader. And the quarterfinals are set for JV and varsity basketball. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. I gotta admit, I love broadcasting. So when I was asked to do commentary for last night's SAR Hank doubleheader in Riverdale, I jumped at the chance. The night itself was unique in that it featured a JV varsity doubleheader between two schools at the same point in the playoffs in the same gym, a feat unheard of in Yeshiva League hockey. The three hours spent last night were some of the most fun I've had around a hockey game in a very long time. In the opening act, the JV teams took the court. SAR jumped out to a 2-0 lead at the end of one on goals by Judah Fortgang and Jason Birian. The Hurricanes would cut it to one midway through the second on a Kenny Shear tally, but the Sting would ride a 50-second two-goal stretch in the third that would help gain separation and route to a 6-1 victory. Gordy Kolb put home two of the SAR Sting's last four goals to lead the way. SAR will now face DRS this coming Thursday night in Riverdale. In the other JV semifinal contest, Frisch will travel to Rombaum. This after Frisch's 2-0 win over Flappers last week and Rombaum's 4-1 win over Hafter last night. That game will be scheduled over the next few days. In the late game, the Varsity Sting followed their JV counterparts, jumping out to a 2-0 lead at the end of the first, with Hank cutting the lead to 2-1 midway through the second. SAR would add one late in the period on a goal by Sefi Jonas and would add one more late in the third on a power play goal by Josh Rosenberg to take home the 4-1 final. The Sting will now await the winner of tonight's MTA Hafter contest to determine who they will face in the semifinals. On the other side of the bracket, the other semifinals is all set, with DRS and TABC meeting up for the second time in three weeks after defeating Kushner 4-0 and Ramaz 3-0, respectively. In basketball, the quarterfinal matchups are set. In JV, Frisch and North Shore will square off tonight, while the other three games, SAR-DRS, Flopush-TABC, and Hafter-MTA will all take place this coming Thursday night. Varsity basketball falls out similarly. Three of the contests, DRS Heschel, TABC North Shore, and Hafter Hillel will all take place this Wednesday night, while Frisch, Mag, and David will wait until this Motze Shabbos. For more in-depth playoff coverage, tune in to The Court Report every Sunday night and Tuesday night on the Nachum Siegel Network. On tonight's encore presentation of this week's show, we run down all the action from the playoffs, and we pay tribute to the 35th anniversary of the Lake Placid Miracle on Ice. And that was your Tuesday morning jam in the AM Sports Update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. Avdecha, 
Yosef Carduna, we're dedicating that, or sending it out, I should say, to listeners Sima out there in our audience. 7.30 in the morning on a uh, Tuesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Coming up, Elliot Steinmetz is going to join us. He is the coach of the Yeshiva University Maccabees. One of their biggest games in years takes place tonight. We'll explain coming up. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechanish Masarabzev, Venerable Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Purim is one of our most joyous Yomim Tovim. However, when one scrutinizes the celebration, we are faced with some glaring contradictions. It is well known that our laws advise us to be extremely abstentious, to be careful in regard to any form of material pleasure. We don't overly indulge. Above all, sobriety is commended as a respectable trait. On the other hand, drunkenness is scorned. In fact, frivolity is considered one of the most debasing and reprehensible states in which one can be found. Yet, it is that very same act that we are told to follow on Purim. The contradiction is augmented when we note the statement of the Ariyakadosh, who compares Yom Kippur to Purim. On hearing this, we are awestruck, for how can it be that a day when we have to abstain from any form of enjoyment be compared 
to the opposite, a day of indulgence. The Moedim Uzmanim gives a wonderful answer. A person can act at times very pious, not necessarily out of piety, but because his mind rules over his physical impulses, even though this is the requirement of a true Jew, to see if we can subjugate all of our desires and whims for Hashem. Nevertheless, we are tested to see if our every fiber is loyal to Hashem. When the mind is not in control and we are in the hand of our impulses, what do we say? Do we pour forth uninhibited expressions of praise, of tefillah to Hashem? Do we attain the highest spiritual levels where every fiber sings forth the praise of Hashem? Or do we sink into the depths of decadence? This is the test of Purim, once a year, to test our true colors. With this concept, we can now understand the Ari statement, For on Yom Kippur, our every fiber must unite to come close to Hashem. Both Purim, in its indulgence, and Yom Kippur, in its abstinence, test us if we are really true Jews. This concept can and must be applied today. When we do tshuva, and we repent during the Aseris Yomei Tshuva, is it a tshuva which is internal, or is it merely external? We have to ask ourselves, are we superficial, or are we real? Does every fiber inside of us proclaim, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echod? This is the essence of the lesson of Purim. We are asked to show our true colors. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. J.M. and the A.M. on this uh, Tuesday morning broadcast. This is a song that uh, i got to thank Mayor Weingarten for. It's a Gadi Feingold selection entitled Muchrachim Liot Sameach, released for Chodesh Adar. It's, of course, brand new for you right here at J.M. and the A.M. <laughs>
If Leon had been Jewish, an ancestor of mine, he would have found a fountain full of Manischewitz wine. J.M. in the A.M., one of our favorites during the month of Adar, and that's Things Might Have Been Different. <laughs> oh, yes, changing history a bit. Before that, Gadi Feingold with that brand-new single, Muchachim Liot Sameach. I want to thank Mayor Weingarten for getting that to us. That's a uh, a single that was released in honor of Rosh Chodesh Adar. J.M. in the A.M. on this 24th of February, the 5th of Adar. Eight degrees, the wind chill of minus one. Unbelievable. Broadcasting from our fourth floor studios here at JM and the AM as we get set for our big JM and the AM 2015 fundraiser, which starts on the 9th of March. So we're already up in our, in our, um, marathon studios, we call it. The Young Israel of Manhattan's 38th annual, 36th annual concert will star 8th day and Nachas together this coming Saturday night at the Seward Park High School on the Lower East Side of Manhattan at the corner of Grand and Essex. Very accessible by subway, by the way, for those of you who are eighth-day aficionados and come from far and wide to see them when they're in town. Uh, Information at 212-732-0966, 212-732-0966. Well, we've been mentioning that tonight... Yeshiva University's Maccabees, the men's basketball team, have one of their biggest games in recent history. The Skyline Conference playoffs begin this evening, as we've been mentioning all through the season. The Maccabees have been excelling all through the 2014-2015 season. First-year coach Elliot Steinmetz has led them to this uh, amazing accomplishment, and he is with us live via telephone this morning at JM in the AM. Elliot, a pleasure to welcome you to the show. Oh, thanks, Nahum. Good morning. Good morning. So, must be a lot of excitement around the campus as you get set for tonight's big game. Yeah, it's a, it's a ton of fun. I mean, there's uh, there's nothing like playoffs. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what level you're at. Being in the playoffs is always a ton of fun, and it's uh, it's great for the school. And you know, the guys worked hard, so it's it's good for them to uh, to have that excitement and to you know have the opportunity to play in a big game. You know, your record is great and could have been even greater because you guys lost some really really close games this year. It seems like in the second half of the season, the rest of the conference started taking Yeshiva even more seriously. Am I right? They they definitely did, which is certainly a good thing. And you know, it took us a little bit of time to adjust. And uh, you know, part of that's obviously being a first year coach. Um, but yeah, no, you know, it's, it, I go to sleep every night trying to uh, think of what our record could have been if you turn around three or four of those uh, one point losses. But you know what? Live and learn, and that's the way you kind of build and get better. Educate our audience about Division Three basketball in this country. I assume it's divided up into conferences. Yours is the Skyline Conference. What happens starting tonight? What's the procedure? Sure. So the Skyline is an automatic bid conference. Uh, the winner of the Skyline Conference tournament uh, gets a bid to the Division Three NCAA tournament, uh, very similar to what we know on TV in terms of the Division One tournament, uh, except that it's Division Three schools, right. which are you know no athletic scholarships. It's uh, you know pure pure academics, and um, it's uh, there. There are I think there's 40 or so conferences across. Uh, I'm not sure how many conferences. Somewhere, somewhere around that conferences across the country. Um, a lot of them being automatic bids. Some of them have conference playoffs. Some of them have just a regular season. Uh, and ultimately, everybody moves to the uh, to the Division Three NCAA tournament, which is the goal. If you keep going this week and keep winning, please God, then the championship for the conference would be this coming Sunday. I'm sure someone like yourself does not want to look ahead, but boy, I can assure you that all the fans are looking ahead and hoping that you guys do really well this week and come out with the championship of the Skyline Conference. 
I mean, yeah, we'd be lying if we said we don't look ahead in terms <laughs> of the excitement. But, uh, you know, it's certainly we focus, obviously, on the game. Tonight we're playing a team that uh, a couple weeks ago beat us by 20 in their gym. So it's, uh, you know, we, we got them earlier in the season in our place, and we were able to win a uh, a good game there. But, you know, the most recent result was not in our favor, and we certainly have our work cut out for us. All right, there are people in this audience who would love to be at the game tonight. Where do they go? Well, it's SUNY Old Westbury. It's the State University. Um, it's actually a tough one to find, but the uh, I can give you the address, actually, if you'd like. Yeah, why not? Sure. Or people, I guess, could search it online. They could. They could. It's a little bit difficult. The, the GPS address they give us to use is 2534 Cedar Swamp Road, which takes you actually, funny enough for Yeshiva University, it takes you to a church across the street from the entrance to the campus, <laughs> and then you go into the campus and follow signs to the athletic center. All right, so everybody out there, if you have an opportunity to be out there on Long I assume it's Long Island, right? It is. It's Old Westbury, correct. Chance to be on Long Island tonight and make sure to be there. The game starts at 8 o'clock? Yes. Um, tell me about the, cause I, look, in, in my day, I remember a great era of Yeshiva basketball. Uh, you remember many great eras over the last many decades. Uh, there's, you know, people would think maybe there's not as much of an excitement on the campus as there might be on other campuses that might take basketball more seriously. I'm saying from the fans perspective, but you have seen, you've seen sold out crowds or close to them and you've seen a lot of excitement and tremendous interest in the team this year. What does this do for the school in general? Do you feel a, a real boost for everybody as this is going on no it's, it's been exciting our, our fans have been great we've had we've had like you said pretty much a packed gym every night uh, you know they've been showing up and they've been loud um it's funny i was looking at the um i was looking at conference stats to see where we stood in certain categories uh literally just two or three days ago and one of the stats they have is actually attendance and, and we we are way ahead in terms of the conference. We, we lead the conference in attendance by, I think, over 200 fans a game. Wow. All right. The, the fans are coming out. Very nice. They are coming, and they are hoping for great results. And tonight's the big game. Uh, what's the injury report, by the way? You did suffer at least one big injury this year, right? Yeah, we had a couple throughout the year, but uh, I think we should be good to go tonight. Wow. Everybody at full strength? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Nobody's missing this one, huh? No, no, nobody, nobody wants to sit in this one. <laughs> and I'll tell you that one of the one of the things that caught our attention and seems to catch a lot of uh, uh, people's attention out there is the schedule. Because look, everyone knows that uh, if you're going to play for yeshiva, you got the double curriculum. You have a, a day that goes from early morning to late at night. But you've made it even earlier morning uh, in that a lot of your practices take place literally at five or six a.m. Uh, on a weekday. How has the response been among the players? I think it's been great. The, uh, you know, they, you know, I think they struggled the first couple of weeks and so did I. It's a tough schedule to get used to. We were starting at 5.45 in the morning. Um, but it's, uh, it's been good. It's been, it's been really very focused practices. Uh, guys are showing up. They're, they're, they're into it. Uh, you know, they get into the warm up and they get going. And I, I just think we have a really good opportunity. First of all, a bond as a team because it's, you know, it's certainly not an easy situation to get yourself out of bed and get there. But, you know, they're doing it as a team and they're all holding each other accountable. And waking each other up if they need to, um, but it's been it's been a really good experience for us. I'd have to assume that unlike other areas of Manhattan, a college campus is relatively quiet at five thirty in the morning. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I walk from the parking lot every morning, and it's it's like I wake up dreading that walk because you know that wind tunnel when you walk from the parking oh, lot to yeah. the gym is just horrible. But it's uh, otherwise it's very very quiet on campus. It must be. <laughs> Most guys have just gone to sleep a couple hours before. <laughs> yeah, I mean by, by by the time we leave, you have you have guys going to get breakfast and guys going to uh, Shearham and guys going to uh, to the gym to work out. But yeah, when we get there, 
There's nobody there. Unbelievable. All right, is there a secret to the success this year? I know you give the credit to the players, rightfully so, and there's been a lot of hard work, but any other X factor that got the Yeshiva University's Maccabees to this point? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, listen, the first the first thing is always the players. Those guys are showing up, they bought in, and they're willing to do the work. The second and the, and the second most important factor is, is, is my probably my best recruit so far, who's uh, my assistant coach, Yogi Verdugo, who's just been terrific. And, wow. you know, we have him really doing a great job developing our guys in terms of their skills and in terms of their strength and, and conditioning. We have a strength and conditioning coach as well, Aaron Baker, who's been terrific. And I think those things combined have really taken us up a notch. Oh, no. Are other teams in the conference going to start recruiting your assistant coaches? <laughs> I, I, I hope we have the edge to keep him, but you know we'll uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but that that's the price for success. Huh? That's what exactly. happens. All right, tonight's the game, eight o'clock, everybody. Old Westbury versus the Yeshiva University Maccabees. Coach Elliot Steinman says, "Come on out, root us on," and uh, they're going to give it their all and hopefully uh, come back with a big victory and then move on to the next stage of the Skyline Conference playoffs. Elliot, good luck. We are all. Rooting for you, and uh, I'm sure a lot of fans will be out there tonight. And you, what you've done for Yeshiva this year and for the Jewish community in general, giving everybody a boost, has been amazing. Best regards to all your players. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Nathan. There he is, Elliot Steinmetz. He coaches YU tonight in the biggest game of the year. Everybody would agree it's the biggest game of the year. The opening round of the Skyline Conference. Bring back a victory, gentlemen. And uh, continue to make us proud, even more important than bringing back a victory. It's JM in the AM at 11 minutes before 8 o'clock on this Tuesday morning. Like nobody knows Turn into the left from the right What's right, what's wrong, nobody knows Heard the news, the proof world spinning out of control Stop, keep it cool Music gets you through Hop in my car, turn on the radio Roll down my windows, let the speakers flow I hit the stage to inspire you all Spotlights, come on, check one Here we go Jump, 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 jump higher. 
Okay, Sally, let's go over the plans. You're going to the bank, and you'll tell them, stick them up. Should I take out the guns first? Should I take out the guns first? Dummy! Certainly you take out the guns first. No, not here in the street. When you get to the bank, you take out the guns and you say, stick them up. Stick them up. Now, I got, I got it. When you got all of them stuck up, you'll take out the shopping bag from Corvettes. You'll give it to the teller and tell him to fill it up, please. You'll take the bag of money. You'll tell everybody that's stuck up that they shouldn't move for five minutes because you've got the place surrounded by me. You'll back out of the door. I'll be waiting for you in the car. That's it. And believe me, you got the easy job and I got the dangerous job. You got the dangerous job? I'm going in there alone with two guns against six guards and all those people, and I'm going to tell them to stick them up and fill it up and back out of the bank while you're sitting in the car, and you got the dangerous job? Certainly I got the dangerous job. I can drive. All right, one of the best ones, some of the great uh, subtle lines as that as that comedy segment on on the unfurls, unwinds, is unveiled. <laughs> Tuesday morning, it's JM in the AM. You heard Nachas with uh, Feel the Music. Eighth Day and Nachas are together this coming Saturday night at the Seward Park High School on the Lower East Side of Manhattan to benefit the young Israel of Manhattan. Corner of Grand and Essex Street. Information at 6, 6 for information on that. Mostly sunny with a high of 26. We're at 8 degrees with a wind chill of minus 1. Could you imagine? Don't forget to install the Nahum Siegel Network app onto your iPhone or Android. Uh, the app gives you the opportunity to comment on anything going on during the show. Uh, there are comments that have gone on, uh, that have been p- posted on the app this morning, starting at 6 a.m. Eastern Time. So I thank you all for that very, very much. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. The um, Facebook uh, update page is simply entitled Nachum Siegel Network. Again, that's Nachum Siegel Network. So that's pretty easy. And uh, coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, Naftali Herman and Ellie Hagler co-host the OU's presentation of Jewish Reaction, talking about Friends of Yachad, the Yachad Alumni Association. Thousands have been involved over the last 30 years of Yachad's existence, and now it's time to get everyone involved again. They'll talk about alumni engagement and two great, fun, and unique up-and-coming events that'll be run by Friends of Yachad. That's coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, right after JM in the AM. Did the Nahum Single Network page uh, feature any of the photos from last night? Um, did we? Did we? Um, I don't think so. It must have, there must be photos on the individual Facebook pages. Uh, maybe Danny Goldberg or Miriam L. Wallach. They probably posted pictures of the uh, big victory by Yoshua Siegel and the Nachum Siegel Network uh, team bowling tournament last night. Yeah, he uh, he dominated last evening, I must say. Uh, on Twitter, you can follow us at Nachum Siegel Net. So uh, make sure you're up to date on all the social media. On Instagram, it's simply Nachum Siegel. One word, Nachum Siegel. Simple. 
as that. J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday, 8 degrees outside. Thanks for joining us three minutes before 8 o'clock. We'll get to our 8 o'clock hour. Drop early. Why not? Benny Friedman is next, and this is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU in East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world on the web, jmtheam.org.
वाद जुदाए आए वाद जुदाए वाद I've been watching you here at the grave for over a half hour. I guess the deceased was a close relative. No, I never met him. I why did you die? Why did you die? I beg your pardon, sir. You say you never met him and you carry on like this. Then tell me, who is buried here? My wife's first husband. I why did you die? J.M. in the A.M. <laughs> Amazing, though. Just incredible. Uh, the older I get, the more I realize how Lou Jacoby was the absolute key to that whole series of great comedy segments. I remember interviewing him going back. It must have been, wow, it must have been in the mid-90s, going back a long time, probably 20 years ago. And as we were playing the segments, he was remembering each one. It had been a long time since he had heard the comedy segments. He even signed this LP to us here at JM and the AM. It was really nice. Anyway. Uh, before that, you heard Kulanu Yachad, Elad Cohen, Simcha Liner with Me, 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 Benny Friedman's Im Ainani Limili, brand new from uh, Cohen Ashamashali here at JM and the AM. 11 minutes after 8 o'clock, we'll check out some of the events happening in this area. Over the next uh, few minutes, we've got a couple of uh, special guests who are going to be joining us. Talk about some of the big dinners during this uh, February dinner season. Mostly sunny today with a high of 26. Clouds later on, a low of 18. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high 39 degrees. Is that true? Are we hitting 39 tomorrow? Originally, I was told we're not going to be in the mid-30s until Sunday. Hang on. This is worth checking out. <laughs> This is worth actually looking up on the air. I was told we're not going to exceed 30 degrees until we get to Sunday. If this is true, this could be good news, especially for those of us who need, and I mean really need, the the warmer weather and are welcoming 35 degrees at this point. Yeah, tomorrow we're supposed to hit at least at least 36. Here one of the sites says 36. Then it will be... Uh, one of those, then it'll be the rest of the week, Thursday, Friday, Shabbos, where we will not hit 30. And then, uh, apparently on Sunday, we go back into the mid 30s. Oh, so tomorrow could be a little bit of a break for those of us who can't stand this weather. Yeah, Sunday's gonna be 38, and Monday, 42, and they're talking about next Wednesday, Tannis Esther being 39 degrees. All right. Tell you one thing, it looks like it's going to be a cold Purim in this area. If the 10-day forecast is accurate, we're talking about 35 for a high on Purim Day. So could be a cold Mishlach Manos delivery going on in your neighborhood. More coming up at Yehuda Green, brand new at JM in the AM. Rebbe, 
Shame in the AM. The amazing Yehuda Green. Yesterday I got an email from uh, Rabbi Baruch Bear Bender, who is the president of Achiezer, a, an organization we've spoken about many times. They ran the amazing elder care event at the end of 2014. You'll also recall we were there on the second anniversary of uh, Superstorm Sandy to highlight the amazing work of the organization. And one of the things that Rabbi Bender says to me in the email is that they are expecting 1,500 people at their dinner coming up on March the 8th. Could you imagine? 1,500 people. I, I, I could only, I could only uh, speculate what any organization would do out there to have 1,500 people come and be dedicated to their cause. Uh, as they always say, we are all Achiezer, a community of kindness. And at the Sands in Atlantic Beach on Sunday, March the 8th, Achiezer will have, in fact, their third annual gala. Wonderful honorees. Uh, it's happening at the Sands Atlantic Beach on Sunday, March 8th. The program scheduled to begin at 8 o'clock. The buffet reception officially for 6.30 that night. Dinner reservations, etc. You want to contact Achiezer, either go to the website, achiezer.org, or you could dial 516-791-4444, 516-791-4444. Rabbi Baruch Bear Bender, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Malcolm. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for having us. How do you explain this? How do you explain that you're getting numbers and a response to this only third annual gala that uh, there are organizations out there that have been in existence for decades and don't get a response like this? So, you know, you don't want to sound a little spiritual, but uh, there's definitely uh, the first and foremost is a tremendous amount of staff to Shemaya. There's nothing to talk about. Um, and we've been really just a physical that we've all felt. And when I say we all, the staff, the board, people in the community, I've seen the overwhelming responses, um, has been tremendous. Um, I think there's two, there's two factors. First of all, I, I want to give you obviously credit to the wonderful honorees. You have, you know, five different honorees, each from a separate walk of life, you know, each from a different area in the community. Literally, you have Rockwell, you have Lawrence, you have Cedarhurst, you have Woodmere. So it's, you know, tackling to do what so many thought would be impossible. How could you bring this part of the five towns together with that part of the five towns? Probably, <laughs> of course, the 878. Does that really work? You know? And it is possible we're also honoring a doctor from out of the area, a very prominent you know, pediatric neurosurgeon who's touched the lives of many people. So that's first of all. You know, they're all definitely working very hard. Um, they want to bring others to see what Baruch Hashem they've seen. And um, number two, and maybe this is too simple for you, Nelson, but I really believe that people love to be a part of doing good. Yeah. Um, and people who ne- never expected to find themselves in the role that they're in, due to, you know, we can call it Achiezer, that's what I wrote in one of our letters, you know, but it's really everybody likes to do that. But I call it a little pinnacle of chesed, you know, it's my own little, I don't know if it makes any sense, but I think everybody has inside it a little good that they want to do. And it's nice, it's only one event that we make a year, uh, fundraising that is, that people feel like they want to be a part of it. And, Truth be told, yes, it says, well, you know, pricing and this and that, but we allow everybody to come. It's a very inclusive evening. And we had people calling literally yesterday, one of our busiest days. One person called, hi, I want to be there. I want to be a part of this. I'm embarrassed to say I like to pay $18 for the office paid reservation, even pump the throne in the head. So, wow. you know, it, yes, it's about fun sometimes, but it can't always be about that. So it aims to be a very, very inclusive evening where nobody, everyone should and has the right to be a part of it. Wow, call it Kavod, right? Baruch Bear Bender is with a third annual gala of uh, Achiezer. Happens on Sunday, March 8th at the Sands Atlantic Beach. We've outlined so many times the incredible work they do. 
if you're not familiar, you can check out the website and you can see some of the things that go on on a daily basis, helping families constantly. Uh, let, let, let's um, mention the honorees, the guests of honor, Yaeli and Toby Steinberg, and this is a uh, a choice that is close to our hearts. You know what Yaeli and his amazing staff at Gourmet Glot have meant to us at the Nahum Siegel Network, and we've had an opportunity to really do a lot of fun things because of them. He he and his staff, and of course his family, uh, that you're recognizing that night, uh, just find more and more ways to help people out there, which I guess is the core of what Achiezer is all about. It's unbelievable. Yoli, you know, it could be an Achiezer, it could be a mitzvah, it could be a family struggling to pay for camp, or it could be somebody who can't put bread and butter there on the table. They just find ways, and I say to the wife as well, Toby, they just yep. work nonstop. They're yep. such a machine. That if I could add in for literally 15 seconds, highlight one piece, one of the biggest programs that we work with Yoli on is that he has been helping people pay for their groceries. Right. He only came to me a year and a half and said, we need to do more. If they can't pay for their groceries, then maybe something else is going on. But together with Yoli, we assist family by family and we'll help them with their groceries, but we'll help them with so much more because he literally, and it's a strong word, has an insatiable appetite to do it. He yeah. doesn't like to stop. He comes into the office five, six times a week. Let's help this family. Let's do this initiative. <laughs> and he follows through, which is rare to see nowadays. Incredible. Um, yeah. Who else are you honoring that evening? The walkthrough is honoring uh, Yankee and Maki Muller, a couple from Sirius. Uh, so a lot of your listeners, Maki Muller's father was a legendary Rabbi Cheskel Solomon from Brooklyn. Ah. It was Mr. about five years ago. Right. You know, a tremendous, tremendous ball. Chesed, and Maki is one of our most active volunteers. So on a daily basis, she's going to hospitals to bring food. She's going to deliver, bring people to doctors. She's going to sit with young mothers who are with their children in hospitals. Just loves to do. Uh, that's Yankee and Maki Muller. We're also honoring Surly Miller. Surly Miller uh, has got a, such a, the Kester Shainfield Award. Surly is the health insurance enrollment expert in our community. Surly, just this year alone, um, actually let me know yesterday or last week, I apologize, he helped enroll 850 families in the community on the health insurance program. Wow. 850 families uh, that otherwise would not have been able to afford health insurance, and he does it in a dignified, quiet they can come to our office. They don't got to go anywhere else. It's done privately. It's done, you know, and that's in the cover that go away. That's really Miller. Um, we're also going to be honoring Dovi and Yonino Wasnicki, family originally from L.A., the Rosenstock family from the other side. And we're really highlighting Yonino. I mean, the Wasnickis are involved in everything. They're involved in Madrigos as well. Um, does tremendous work. And Yonina, actually, speaking of insurance, she actually came to volunteer when the whole Obamacare crisis hit, right. we were just, the office was just completely swarmed, and she came and said she'll volunteer for a few weeks, and that turned into a full year. Um, <laughs> almost like it was a full-time job for her. That's she what happens to... with people who want to give. They, 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 volunteer, imagine... they volunteer for a few days, they never leave. <laughs> that, that's the only thing with Nikki. Uh, and the last honoree, and certainly not the last promoter, uh, who's so well-known probably to so many hospital members and all the, all the hospital liaisons is Dr. Stephen Jack Schneider. He's the chief of pediatric neurosurgery at LIJ, Cohn's Children's Hospital. Uh, the reason why I said they all know him is because Dr. Schneider is always available. And what's fascinating is that very often when, not to get too graphic, when there have been accidents with children in Brooklyn of all types. So 98% of the time the trauma centers in Brooklyn send those patients to LIJ. Wow. So they are very uniquely qualified. And this Dr. Schneider, even when he's not on call, he's been woken at 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm sure many of you know Rabbi Leifer uh, from Lutheran Hospital, the liaison. Yep. They'll call us at 2 a.m. and say, Rabbi Bender, we need to get Dr. Schneider. This case is for him. Mm. Call him up, 
20 minutes later, he walks into the house in his pajamas and helps <laughs> save another life. That's Dr. Schneider. So uh, really a great group of people, and uh, they all feel very, very, very passionate about the cause. So we're very, very grateful. Now you understand, folks, why they expect 1,500 people to recognize Achiezer on the night of March 8th. Just amazing. Uh, it's Sunday, March 8th, happening at the Sands, third annual gala for Achiezer. Contact our Ibender staff today and get your reservations in. They're at 516 791 4444 516 791 You can also log on, And Roy Bender has, um, has guaranteed me that if I make the effort to come out to the dinner this year, uh, then he's going to try very hard to have the chairman of the board, Shuley Woolman, address the crowd. Right, Roy Bender? You're going to try to beg uh, Shuley Woolman to... Uh, to... There's nothing to talk about. If we have to drag him onto that stage, <laughs> if you walk into that stage... I will get you a prime spot, and Shuli is going to enthrall the audiences. There you go. Only he can. I saw his. Shuli, I hope you heard that. I saw the speech two years ago. I thought he was brilliant, so I hope he does it again. I'll tell you. I don't know where he came up with that, but he did a great <laughs> job. And uh, whether he likes it or not, he's going up there again. There you go. All right, Bender, good luck and best regards to everybody at Achiezer. I will. Thanks so much, Nachum. March 8th is the dinner at the Sands. Pretty amazing organization. We remember when Achiezer was basically Rabbi Bender. Basically. That was the entire organization. In fact, when we started the network, which I guess goes back, uh, what, somewhere between three and four years ago, right around that time, Ray Bender had a, had a, uh, a really small operation. And because of the needs of the community, it has grown tremendously and is just amazing and remarkable. Uh, more coming up. This is JM in the AM and this is Yaakov Shweki. <laughs>
JM in the AM Tuesday morning with eight degrees and a wind chill of minus one. How exciting is that? Mostly sunny today with a high temperature of 26. 8.32 in the morning, 28 minutes before 9 o'clock. Keep in mind, amazing programming on our stream all day long at jmintheam.org, including Ellie Hagler, who's going to be presenting the... Uh, Who's going to be presenting the um, OU Jewish Reaction Show at nine o'clock this morning with co-host Naftali Herman? They'll talk about the Friends of Yachad and the Yachad Alumni Association and the big events they have coming up, and how they want to get everybody who was involved in Yachad over the last thirty years to be part of the Alumni Association entitled Friends of Yachad. So that's coming up between nine and ten this morning on our stream at jmam.org. Plenty of great material after that as well, including a live lunch that will be. That will be um, uh, presented by ZK starting at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the stream at jmtheam.org. If you have an iPhone or an Android anywhere around the world, tune in on the NSN app. You'll be glad you did. Best way to listen, the NSN app. Uh, make sure to be tuned in. And, again, you can do so from anywhere around the world. Well, the 24th annual dinner for Shuvu, Chazon Avraham takes place this coming Motzei Shabbos, this coming Saturday night at the Palace in Brooklyn, New York. It starts with a reception at 8 o'clock, the dinner officially at 9 p.m. Diane Yonason Abraham is the guest speaker, many distinguished honorees, and of course our good friend A. Biederman, who uh, always uh, leads Shuvu is with us live via telephone. Information about the dinner, you can email dinner at shuvuusa.org. Dinner at shuvuusa.org. You can dial 718-692-3434, 718-692-3434. A. Biederman, welcome back to JM in the AM. And thank you once again for having us. Like you have so many years, you've been a stalwart with us almost from the beginning, or maybe from the beginning. I was just going to say, twenty-four years ago. Yeah, I was just going to say, if we're doing the twenty-fourth annual dinner, I think it's almost a quarter of a century that we've been there, trying to encourage people to support the cause and to be there for the cause. And obviously, I'll give you a chance to remind everybody what Shuvu's doing. Has there been any major news, any major developments since the last time we spoke about a dinner? Regarding Shuvu in Israel, have new schools well, opened up? Major news on two fronts. One, um, positive and one not so positive. The positive one, um, is that there is now a major influx of French Jews coming to uh, Israel because yes. of the situation in uh, Paris and Toulouse and other parts of France. And they don't want to hang around there. Um, and so as they come to Israel, the ones who are very Haredi, they, they have a place to go, but the ones who are more traditional, not so um, linked to uh, Israel and in terms of the mitzvahs, uh, they need a place where they can learn more about Yiddishkeit, maintain their heritage, improve their knowledge, and learn more about Israel and the mitzvahs of Israel. And this, uh, they're coming and flocking to Shuvu schools all over the country. Very, very similar to what happened when the uh, Russian Aliyah took place, and that was the, the whole point of Shuvu was to service that, uh, that crowd. Absolutely, and now we're servicing the next Aliyah, probably not going to be as big, of course, right. but still very substantial. And we have schools in Natanya where they're coming in big numbers, and Ashdod where they're coming in big numbers, in Beersheba, a lot of places um, where there are large influxes of uh, French-speaking immigrants, and they need a school system that is 
understands them and that respects their um, their level of Yiddishkeit and, and tries to enhance their level of Yiddishkeit, and Shuvu does that for them. So that is like a major opportunity and, of course, a major challenge. Yeah. And the not-so-good news, of course, is with the collapse of the government, uh, pending new elections, all, uh, most grants have been frozen, uh, and so that our funding, government funding, has been cut back dramatically. Hopefully it'll come back, but I'm not sure Elaine will come back for this school year. And so we're really in a rather dire financial situation. And so we need our friends here in the United States uh, to be with us even more than ever to overcome this hopefully temporary uh, cutback in, in government funding. And uh, the dinner, Matzah Shabbos, is the place where they can show their support of Shuvu, show their support of what Rav Pam was trying to achieve and did achieve by changing the face of Eretz Yisrael. Rav Pam always said the battle for Kedusha's Eretz Yisrael will be won in the classrooms, not on the battlefield, but in the classrooms. And that's what we're doing every single day, educating 15,000 children and their families about Yiddishkeit, but Darkeit Noam, not coercive, but learning what the sweet values of Yiddishkeit are and let them embrace them, them and their families. And it's happening every single day all across Eretz as far north as Naria and Natseret, and as far south as Be'er Sheva and Yerucham. And so it's really a wonderful, wonderful uh, movement that Rav Ham started, and he defined it as a movement. And Baruch Hashem, us, his Talmidim, our Zolcha, to continue that heritage. Oh, no so we question. need everybody's help. A. Biederman is with us. A Shuvu uh, annual dinner happens this coming Saturday night at the Palace in Brooklyn, New York. What's the official number of Shuvu schools now in the state of Israel? There are 65 schools throughout wow. the country. Wow. And they're all um, all over the country. And, of course, a large group of them in the center of the country, in places like Tel Aviv and Yerushalayim and I, and, Bech, and um, Bat Yam and Rehovot and Rishon Lutzion. Wherever you go, Petach Tikva, Lud, wherever you go in this row, um, there's a Shuvu school, and the children who are ed- being educated and learning about Yiddishkeit, something they didn't know in the former Soviet Union. Do you still have the great... immigrants never mm-hmm. heard of Moshe Rabbeinu and never heard of Kriyas Yamsuf, something that every American child knows, Jewish or not. The Ten Commandments, never heard of them either. Right. This is really a total wipeout of religion, and Baruch Hashem will bring it back. The guest speaker, Diane Yonason Abraham, is from where? He's from London. He's a Diane in the London Besden. He's been an ardent supporter of Shuvu for many years and a fabulous speaker, a dynamic speaker. Just to come listen to him is inspiring. Um, the dedication of the shul in Shuvu Akko, and I bring this up, not just because obviously it's part of your program on Saturday night, but people would not believe what's happening with the Jewish community in Akko at this point, right? It's growing like crazy. Absolutely, absolutely. Akko, of course, used to be the, for many years in the early days the port of entry. If you look, in the, even the Rishonim and the early Achronim when they came to Israel, they didn't come to Haifa. Tel Aviv didn't exist. Akko was the place where all the Jews came to, and now they're coming back there. And Yiddishkeit is growing there, and our school there is very, very big. And the Greenberger family, Mendy Greenberger and his family, who have been ardent supporters from the beginning, are dedicating uh, the shul there. And it's a big school for Ili Nishmash for their parents. Yeah, it'll be a memory for Rabbi Shlomo and Mrs. Fagy Greenberger, and that's going to be in Akko. The Rabbinic Leadership Award is being given to Rabbi Ezra Rodkin, another one of uh, somebody who's been outspoken about Shuvu over the years, correct? 
Absolutely. He is a wonderful supporter. He went with us on a mission uh, to Israel two years ago, and he saw it with his own eyes. And this uh, past fall, we took about 30 younger people, uh, and mostly in the 30s, to Israel to see firsthand and to bring the next generation to get involved in Shuvu. And those are a lot of our leadership today, are the people who saw it and saw what we're accomplishing. And now they are some of the key chairmen and, and pushers and motivators behind this dinner. What do you do, two trips a year or one? To, with the generally shoot. one, uh, but sometimes we've done two, but generally we'll do one in the fall. And, um, yeah, I'm not going to think it's time you came with us. Yeah, do you... So you broadcast live from there. Now, that's an idea. Do you think that in all these years you have visited all 65 schools? I have, but sometimes they've moved for different reasons. They've right. changed, and they have to move within a city right. uh, to a different part of the city. So I wouldn't necessarily have visited every single facility, in every, but I've been to every city where we have a Shubu school. Pretty amazing. The base medrash dedication that's happening this coming Saturday night at the dinner is being done by the Donald Berman Foundation. It is a distinguished list of honorees, and everyone has a chance to come and support the Shuvu 24th annual dinner. It's happening at the Palace in Brooklyn starting at 8 p.m. The official dinner will start at 9 o'clock, and everyone is invited to attend, to give, and even if you can't be there on Saturday night, as we've always encouraged everybody, between the school year and the camping season during the summer, Shuvu is providing 12 months a year of education and needs for children, the school children, and their families, because so many families have turned around because of how their children come home from the Shuvu schools. And Abe, you've seen that the first hand, how families turn around when that happens. Absolutely. In many cases, I remember uh, several years ago, I went to a circle we had on Sukkis, and there was a father there, with a great ponytail. He must have been in his 50s, but his ponytail was, he still had a ponytail. <laughs> uh, and he told me he was born there to Israel on a Shoma Hatsir Kibbutz and never saw a Lulav in an Esrik or didn't know what it was. And his son went to a Shuba school and his son said, you have to do this. And now he's using his Lulav in Esrik for the first time as a, a native born Israeli <laughs> in his 50s and obviously a yuppie at some point. And he's still sporting a long ponytail. And you've seen about a million stories like that. It's, it's oh, incredible what happens. Countless stories. And Baruch Hashem, there's going to be, you know, we're putting out a book, Net Hashem, by Rabbi Shimon Finkelman for next year for the 25th anniversary, the wow. 25 years of Shuvu, and hopefully a lot of those stories will be there, and they'll be able to read them firsthand, but there's nothing like coming and seeing it, so um, we encourage you all to call the office, come to the dinner, and then come join us on our next mission. I bet you when Rabbi Glass stopped the bulldozer in Ashkelon, that's going to be in the book, right? Oh, absolutely. That story's going to be in the book. I remember that. I remember that all right. All right, the Shuvu USA uh, uh, email address is dinner at shuvuusa.org. Again, that's dinner at shuvuusa.org. And the phone number for information, reservations, just to give a contribution, is 718-692-3434, 718-692-3434. Biederman, good luck on Saturday night. I'm sure it'll be a massive and wonderful event. Thank you very much, and thank you for all your help over the years. And you pleasure. Inspiration for Klai Yisrael, not just for Shuvu, but for so many, many good deeds. I greatly and appreciate that. Good program. Thank you so much. Abe Biederman, Shuvu Dinner, this coming Saturday night in Brooklyn, New York. It's Tuesday. This is JM in the AM. <laughs>
in the AM, Yalili, done by Eighth Day. You think they'll do it this coming Saturday night at the Young Israel of Manhattan concert? I bet you they do. Uh, Young Israel of Manhattan presents Eighth Day and Nachas this coming Saturday night at the Seward Park High School, corner of Grand and Essex in Lower Manhattan. Very easily accessible, by the way, from uh, the subway, if you're coming from different areas. Phone number for information for Eighth Day tickets is 212-732-0966, 212-732. 732-0966. By the way, I have got to give a major mazel tov, and uh, i, I got to thank the Iron Teitelbaum Orchestra for including me again in this uh, amazing wedding that took place on Sunday night. Sunday night, Terrace on the Park must have been somewhere between 1,000 and 1,100 people. I'm not kidding. It was one of the most beautiful and incredible weddings. Um, the Grunhut and Kraussmann families... Uh, this coming, uh, this, uh, past Sunday night. And, uh, the band was absolutely spectacular. 
Shlomi Daskal and Avi Peretz with an incredible chuppah. Just an incredible chuppah. Place was jam packed. <laughs> it was unbelievable. And, um, the Adidim Choir, of course, as you would expect. Uh, Avrami Gorari leading the, uh, the effort with the Iron Title Bomb Orchestra. Really incredible. And, um, I give a special shout out to uh, Shlaimi Daskal and Avi Peretz and Uri Bitone and everybody who was uh, part of that orchestra. It was just an incredible, uh, an incredible presentation. And the, uh, the great Rabbi Joe B, the great Rabbi Joe B was coordinating everything that night. Anyway, some Mazel Tov going out to the Kraussman family, to Stephen and Lisa Kraussman out in Lawrence, uh, to the Kala Liora, to the, uh, to the Chassan Yoel Grunhut and the entire Grunhut family from all of us here at JM and the AM. It was really a spectacular evening and a wonderful Simcha. And I thank Aaron Teitelbaum and his orchestra for again, uh, letting me be part of the big uh, fanfare and introduction, both at the beginning of the chuppah and the beginning of the reception. It was really remarkable. Tuesday morning broadcast here at JM and the AM. Oh, look at this. Look at this. The And I, I have not read this yet. I just noticed it in my email box. I have not read it yet. Nefesh Benefesh has announced the um, the recipients of the Bonate Zion Prize winners for 2015. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Community and not-for-profit category are by Dr. Seth Farber. Wow. Founder and executive director of ETIM, which helps Israelis navigate the bureaucracy of religious authorities and has touched the lives of hundreds of thousands. Very interesting. Entrepreneurship and technology, John Medved, founder and CEO of Our Crowd. According to the Washington Post, one of Israel's leading high-tech venture capitalists. Wow. Science and Medicine Professor Charles Sprung from Hadassah Medical Organization's General Intensive Care Unit. He's an intensivist and and clinical scientist. IDF and National Service Young Leadership to Staff Sergeant Asaf Stein, Dr. Asaf Stein, who's uh, affectionately referred to by his peers as Dr. Golani. Wow. Uh, culture, sports, and art. Usher Weil. Asher Weil, consultant and editor for all English publications for Limud FSU. Has been at the forefront of Israel's cultural and literary life for 55 years. Unbelievable. Education. Chana Reifman Zweider, founding director of Kaleidoscope, the Rosh Pina mainstreaming network. And the Lifetime Achievement Award, and why does this not surprise me? The Lifetime Achievement Award to Tal Brody. we got to get him on the air. <laughs> Tal Brody, Ambassador of Goodwill for the State of Israel, led Maccabi Tel Aviv to the European Championship in the 70s and still remains the Babe Ruth of Israel. That's what I would say. I would call him the Babe Ruth of Israel. That's not in the press release. I made that up. <laughs> That's mine. He's just incredible. What an amazing guy. So there you have it. Bonate Sion awardees have been announced. Mazal Tov. NBN Nefesh Benefesh mega event happens on, what am I thinking, March 15th? Right, March 15th, two days before the election in New York City. It'll be the mega event for um, for Nefesh Benefesh. If you have any interest whatsoever in uh, heading to Israel, making the move, then you make sure to be uh, at that mega event coming up. 
on the 15th of March. David Dax is next. This is JM in the AM. <laughs> Through the window, a rock with a note on it. Here, let me see what it says. It says, Dear Mr. Shapiro, unless you deposit $10,000 in small bills in a paper bag, under the old hollow tree in a vacant lot on the corner at midnight tomorrow, we will kidnap your wife. <laughs> Sincerely yours, your kidnappers. 
Boy, some tough cookies. I better write them a note back immediately. Let me see. Pencil, paper. Dear kidnappers, your rack of this date received. I am writing to tell you I do not have $10,000. But please keep in touch. Your proposition interests me. <laughs> oh, yes. Comedy segments galore in this month of Adar. Unbelievable. JM and the AM, good luck to the Yeshiva University Maccabees. We had Coach Elliot Steinmetz on earlier. They open up the Skyline Conference playoffs tonight at Old Westbury. If you're available to go out to the game and root on the team, please do so. They've been amazing, giving the, uh, the campus, the university, and the community in general a big boost this year with the way they've played and the way they've carried on. In wonderful fashion on the court. And I don't just mean playing basketball, I mean in general. So we wish them good luck tonight. Hopefully they'll bring home a victory. Uh, Ellie Hagler, Naftali Herman next, coming up on the stream at jmnam.org with the OU Jewish Reaction Show. Make sure to be tuned in and enjoy the entire day on jmnam.org. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey, around the world in the web, jmnam.org. And that will wrap up an amazing Tuesday here at JM in the AM. More coming up on the stream at jmtheam.org. Keep it there all through today and enjoy. Have a wonderful Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.